Live from Smitty1.com Studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Take a lap. What is going on, good people? You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Your man Smitty here, ready for the championship game weekend. Mahomes versus Burrow. Jimmy Garoppolo versus Matt Stafford. Let's break it all down. We're going to drop not only predictions for this championship weekend and, and talk about fantasy football and who we're going to be drafting if you're doing daily fantasy um, or just in general what you want to know about these these players and what they're going to do this weekend. We're going to drop predictions. We're going to drop stats. I'm going to try and project what's going to happen. We're also going to talk about their future. Okay, so we're going to dip into the now and the future, dynasty redraft, all of it, all of it, right now here on the show. And we're doing voicemails. You like my new shirt? Like my new Smitty Custom? Debo, baby. Debo's taking it to them in this game. Rams, I, I really do believe that the, the Niners can't be stopped right now in terms of getting to the Super Bowl. If it's the Chiefs versus the Niners, red versus red, uh, it's going to be a tough battle. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, Niners are going to gonna gonna take it. Niners easily going to win. But I feel like the Rams... The Niners have the Rams number, you know, McVay, McVay versus Shanahan As hard as I've been on Shanahan. I admit I've been very upset about Shanahan and the way he's dealt with this Trey Lance situation. I still to this day believe that Trey Lance is the better quarterback. I still to this day believe maybe not in this game necessarily, unless like Jimmy got hurt. I think Trey would come in and do fine, but of course, you're not going to make a swap like that right before this game. But coming out of that 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 regular season win for Trey Lance, why they didn't roll with Trey, I understand you are where you are. I know people are going to say, why would you say Jimmy or Trey over Jimmy when when they're they're in the championship game here, ready to to march right into the Super Bowl? I'm telling you, just because you have a hundred dollars doesn't mean two hundred dollars isn't more attractive. Okay, if there's a hundred dollar bill sitting on the ground, aka Jimmy G, and it, and two hundred dollars, two one hundred dollar bills sitting on the ground. What are you gonna pick up? The one hundred dollar bill or the two hundred dollar bills? Look, Trey Lance is just better, and I think he's gonna be magnificent in twenty twenty two. But but Shanahan still, I need to give more credit. His play calling has been on point. He reeled it back. He was a mess, you know, in the beginning of the year. And there's times up and down he, he's taking his foot off the gas. Um, not putting in Trey Lance is still a, a problem for me in general. But this team is on fire. This team's carrying them. The Niners are carrying not only the ups and downs that, of Shanahan's season. This whole Niner team is a unit. They, they, just, they just step up. When there's a void or a hole, they fill it. When there's a problem, they solve it. If the offense is not on point... The special teams or defense steps up. This is a team of, you know, I, I hate to say it, sounds cheesy, but destiny in terms of making it to the Super Bowl. Like the odds were against the Niners. I doubted them. I doubted them. The odds were against them. They were at, what, three or four wins? What was the record? Three and seven? What was? I forget what they were at when they were down and out. It was awful. It was ugly. There was no playoff talk. Even on our quad box show on Instagram, which we're now on YouTube, youtube.com slash the quad box we're now on youtube go check it out our first show we had danny woodhead on it's phenomenal 
But we talked about this team and how they're, they're a team of destiny. And, and to overcome what they had overcome to return to playoff form, to march into the playoffs, to beat the Cowboys, then to beat the Packers in Green Bay in the snow against Aaron Rodgers. Everybody was healthy. Like, that was phenomenal. Three and five. Thank you, Senior Hyphen. Three and five. It was ugly. It was ugly. There was no shot. But this man right here, Debo, with the boombox, which you got to love when this team walks out and they've got this boombox and they're walking out and Debo's in the front and they're just rolling through. Like, it's intimidating. If you're the other team and you see this, this camaraderie and this unit walking out, they, they're not scared of nobody. You know, it's not a feel of a team that has a lot of good players and they're going to come. No, this is a team that's coming for you. They're coming for you. And 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 I've been a part of this quad box show, this Niner show, all year long. And I've had my doubts, right? I admit it. I admit it. But right now, you need to recognize they're a team of destiny to at least get to the big game. Now, whether Mahomes takes him down, we'll see. Whether Burrow takes him down, let's give Burrow his credit too. To be determined... But I don't believe the Rams have it in them to beat this team of destiny that's continued to defy the odds all the way down. And they'll be marching through with the boombox. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you aren't watching pregame Niner stuff because they got a dude that's holding a boombox that looks exactly like this. Debo in the front. And they literally just jam on their way out of the tunnel you know, in, from the locker room to the, 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 the part of the tunnel that meets the field, and then they just run out. And it's just, it's phenomenal. This 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 team is on a whole nother level right now. So, we're going to do some, some prediction uh, stuff right here in a second. Um, let me go ahead and quickly take care of some housekeeping uh, issues real quickly. Uh, guys, look, um, this show's grown big. We're, we're at... Uh, we're at uh, 10.2 thousand subscribers on YouTube. I appreciate all appreciate all of you sharing uh, the link. And if you guys could continue to tell everybody you know, including your grandmas, your Uncle Bud, your Uncle Buck, all your friends, tell people about this show. I promise you, the show will get better and better and better. And you will benefit from the word being spread. So please be unselfish with the link. And try and bring more and more people in here so they can see what kind of role you have in the fantasy football show and how you've helped make this community become what it is today. So we're going to talk a lot about Mahomes, uh, Burrow. Uh, we can talk about the Rams, you know, and, and, and Niners, of course, from a dynasty perspective. We can touch on a bunch of different things. Um, that's all right now. The fantasy football show is commencing. Drop your voicemails if you want me to answer them. Here is the instruction. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandma. Tell your friends. Tell Bob. Tell Bob from accounting. Tell everybody. Get them in on on in here and uh, let's roll. So drop your voice messages. Uh, my voicemail crew, you know what to do. I've got a special chat on Instagram called uh, the the live stream uh, voicemail group or whatever. 
and I'm, I think I've got like 10 to 12 spots left in it. If you want in on that, DM me on Instagram. Type the word voicemail as the first word in your DM and then ask me, hey, Smitty, toss me in the voicemail group, bro. Toss me in the voicemail group. I want to be a part of this voicemail group, pal. And it's not that I won't go to the other uh, messages and voicemails. I will. I will. But I need, I need one place where I can go and just play a bunch of them in a row so this is what this voicemail group is this episode is not brought to you by coke it should be it should be your man smitty drinks a lot of coke i've been working out like a beast i'm getting there we're almost there i'm not quite ripped yet but we're getting there this doesn't this certainly does not help but i'm not stopping my coca-cola consuming habit that i have let me pause this All right, let's, so let's get to it. Mahomes, let's go to the board. Let's drop some predictions here. We've got um, KC. Actually, let's put uh, the Bengals on top here. we got Cincinnati versus KC. We've got San Francisco versus the L.A. Rams. What are we doing here? Joey B. What's Joey Burrow going to drop in, in, in this game, in this contest, in this championship battle between the Bengals and the Chiefs? What is Joey B going to do from a fantasy football DFS stat perspective? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say three bills. I'm gonna say he has three bills. I'm gonna say he has at least two tutties. He could have one INT. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't be awful. Wouldn't be crazy. But I, th- I think three and two ain't bad. Three and two ain't bad. Senior, get me a D. You want me to change to to Pepsi, bro? You're gonna have to get me some kind of sponsorship, senior. You know what I'm saying, bro? Then we can switch it. Uh, first in the building, by the way, uh, Nav. Nav, how do you want me to say your name? I don't I don't know how to say it, I'll be honest. Nav, I've been calling you Nave, but is it Nav? Like, how do I say it, bro? Give me the pronunciation. Champs, what's up? RGB in the house. James in the house. Mealy. Senior. Edit. Dylan. Hazel, Terry, and Big Dog, and so on and so on. Appreciate you all being here. You guys absolutely rock. Joey B, Joey B, Mixon. We're going to say Mixon drops 110, one TD, and we'll call it four receptions for 35 yards. Not a bad little day for the boy. Known as Joey Joseph Mixon. Jamar Chase. We're not we're not gonna do every player. We're gonna do the top guys. We'll do Higgins. I don't think I'm even gonna do like tight uh Usama or any better. Okay, so we'll go Chase. One hundred one T D. Higgins eighty five one T D. That are that is the Bengals organization doing business. 
Mahomes. 285. Three tutties. The running game. I, I guess I guess if I had to combine CEH and Williams and War and uh, and Gore, I would probably say like combined. I don't know that they're gonna have like a a, ma- a massive day. It's the Bengal secondary that's we the the front seven is not bad. So I would say like probably looking at potentially. I don't know. I don't think this is going to be a huge game on the ground. I think we'll just get one TD out of it. I don't know about the yardage. I don't think either are going to be like a 60 or 70 yard runner or anything like that. What's up, John? Johnny matches. What's up, 49er? You can pronounce it like savage with an N. Navage? Like savage? I like that. Navage. Okay, Navage. Navage. Um, Hill ninety five and one TD Kelsey eighty and one TD, and then you know Mahomes will get another score somehow if he runs it in or if he throws it in. I don't know. That's gonna. That's what I'm gonna say on that side of the football. On this, oh, and then who do I think wins? God, I want Joey B to win this game so bad. So bad. I just I feel like if I'm putting like I'm root I'm rooting for the Bengals, guys. 100%. You'll be seeing my stories on Instagram where I'm I'm hyped about touchdowns. So I don't want to hear the conflicting reactions when if I say I'm putting money down, probably going to be on KC. Probably going to be on KC to win this game. Doesn't mean I'm not rooting for the Bengals. I am. And I, I might change my mind last second. Okay. San Francisco. We'll say Jimmy. I, I think Jimmy. Jimmy's going to have like. What do you guys think? 180 yards. Like I don't know. 200 yards. 200. 200. 201 TD. One INT. Mitchell, Mitchell probably have, I'm going to say 110 on the ground, one TD, and then we'll call it three for 20 receiving. He'll have a nice day. Debo, Debo will probably have, man, I'm going to say 95 total yards and one TD. I'm going to say Kittle. Has 80 yards. Stafford. We'll say has 270. 250, two TDs, two I, two I, I'm going to do one or two INTs, two INTs, I I think the defense is going to win this game, 250, you can't see that, 
250, two TDs, two INTs for Stafford. Um, Akers and Michelle are probably going to combine for, we'll say, what's up, media? Does that look right on the San Fran side, media? Three TDs for, or three, this is three, this is one TD. Mitchell has like 20 yards receiving is what I had. Debo, one TD. You can't even see that. Let me see. Let me move this over. So Mitchell had three for 20, I think I said. Uh, We'll go with uh, Mitchell and Akers. I don't think they're going to run. Media, how many rushing yards combined are these two going to have? I don't think they have a rushing touchdown. No should add rushing to Debo. That that's total yards for Debo. Ninety five total yards and a TD. But media, give me give me uh, Acres Mitchell or sorry Acres Michelle total yards together combined rushing. Yeah, Acres looked pretty bad. Acres looked pretty bad. I think the defense wins this game. By the way, I'll circle my my win, my winning pick. Uh, let's, let's go with, um, Cup's going to have a day, but I don't think Cup can do it by himself. Cup's going to have a hundred and one TD minimum. Um, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if Cup had both of Stafford's touchdowns. Like, wouldn't you be surprised if this is 120 and like the two TDs and then, you know, you have other combined stats that are, that make up the yardage, but, but no one grabbing the other score. So we'll say here hundred and seventy total rushing yards? That's too much media for Michelle and Akers. It's way too much, bro. I'm gonna say they combined have like ninety yards rushing. I think the defense wins this game. Gimme San Fran. Versus the Chiefs. This is your Super Bowl right here. These are my stats for this game. Oh, yeah. Odell. Sorry. Odell. I think Odell has about... eight. Yeah, 85 yards sounds about right. 85 yards sounds about right. That is that. Uh, let's see. Dr. Raj was calling me. Let me see. That's it. But if Michelle, if Mitchell has 110 rushing, then 170. No, no, no. I'm talking about Michelle and Acres, bro. You said 170. I was talking about that. How do you like my shirt? How do you like my shirt? Look at this, media. Look at my shirt, media. You're live, Dr. Raj, on the on the fantasy football show. How can we assist you? 
<laughs> he, he deuces out. <laughs> it was too much. It was too much for him. It was way too much for him. This this was too much amazingness for one man to absorb in one one shot. He just couldn't handle it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's hit some voice messages. Oh, Raj. Seventy-five to eighty-five combined. That's what I have right here for Michelle and uh, Acres. I have about 90, 90 yards. I have Cup with one twenty and two touchdowns. I mean, Odell could get one of those. Like you know, let's let's do that for now. Let's be conservative. We'll say one TD. We'll say one TD. We'll do that. Cup could have the both, but I think that's safe. Uh, two fifty, two and two ints. Jimmy G two hundred, uh, one TD, one int. Jimmy G's not going to win this game. It's going to win based on defense. Defense will win this game. Debo will carry the team as usual. I'm not. I'm not believing Jimmy G's going to win the game. I don't know that he'll definitely like put the team in in jeopardy, but I don't want him thrown in the third and fourth quarter. Here's Raj again. What's up, big man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear you. I can't, you can't hear shit. You can't hear me? You can't hear me no. at all? How you doing, pal? I'm not out. I'm not home. I'll call back. I was going to call you for something, but I'll call you back later. I'll call you. I'm almost off my show in like 30 minutes. So I'll call you. He He's at the airport because he's going to the game. Raj is at the airport. He's traveling. He's about to, about to go to the game, and uh, he's probably checking in about something. We may go live later. I'm not sure if that's what he's talking about for the, the Quad Box show on YouTube, so I'll let you guys know. Winner of the Cooper Cup League should get a Debo shirt. I can hook that up. You guys want a shirt? Winner of the Cooper Cup 2022 Fantasy League wants one of these bad boys? You want one of these bad boys? We can do that. We can do that, James. That's no problem. This shirt is fire. I'm just going to tell you right now. Um, voice messages. Let's roll. Uh, I will call you after I get off my show, bro. In 29 minutes. All right, here we go. Voice message time. Let's roll. Yo, Smitty, it's Tanner. Hey, um, for these championship games this weekend, who is the one MVP for each game that's going to take their team to the Super Bowl? Thanks, brother. Very good question, Tanner. Very, very good question, pal. Uh, I'm going to say Debo's the easy answer, but I think defense is going to be what wins this game. Um, this this uh, NFC battle between the the Rams and Niners. I think I think it really comes down to it was special teams last week, right against the Packers. Neither team had a shot at really winning. Um, one moment.
I thought I hit the unmute button. I apologize. That's why I shouldn't mute it. I should just drink my drink on, on air. Hear the sound of the ice. And, and I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. Um, I think this game's won by defense. Okay. I think the Niners defense wins this game. Pick six at the beginning of the game or pick six at the end of the game. I don't know which one's going to be the, the deciding factor. But this team is going to win. This defense is going to win the game. Um, Jimmy G, I don't know, will necessarily put them at risk or anything. He can manage the game well if they're up early. Like, let's say, let's say it's a pick six at the beginning of the game and the Niners and the Rams are playing from behind the whole game. Jimmy G might manage well. They'll run the ball a ton. The key to winning this game is an early lead and a lot of running to control the clock and to make it so that literally the Rams can't catch up and they're they're put in a pinch and they're the pressure's on them. They crumble when the pressure is on them. Or they they do a good job of almost crumbling. Look what they did in that uh that 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 Tampa game. You know, they almost gave it all away. They almost sold the game at the end and they they look a little nervous. Stafford could get rattled. Play calling gets, you know, altered. So, um Yeah, my bad on the on the on the mic. I I muted it. And then I thought I unmuted it, but I guess, I guess I didn't. Jimmy G will manage the game. On the on the AFC side, I would say the keys to winning it's either going to be Burrow or Mahomes. I don't. I mean, Hill's obviously a factor, but Hill needs Mahomes to to do his thing. So it comes down to can Burrow step up? Can Burrow step up? Can Burrow be um, as good as Mahomes? toe-to-toe, kind of like the Josh Allen-Mahomes battle. Like, can Joe Burrow step up and say, you know what, let me show you. Let me show you. So it comes down to Mahomes or Burrow on the AFC side. It comes down to, um, I think, the, the the entire San Francisco defense as a whole uh, versus maybe, maybe Cooper Cup if the Rams pull it off. There's a lot of Jeff Garcia rumblings right now. <laughs> uh, you guys heard about Jeff Garcia? Hey, Smitty, it's Johnny Matches. I'm wondering, do you think the Bengals have a better chance of beating the Chiefs than they would of the Bills? And if you had to give it like 60-40, what percent chance do you give the Bengals? Thanks. Um, Bengals beating the Bills versus the Chiefs. I would say, yeah. I think, I mean, ultimately, I mean, the Chiefs won, right? So they're 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 a tougher team. In, like, everyone thought that the Chiefs would probably win the game. A lot of people did. Um, and, and you know, the, the Bills haven't had a great running game the entire season. So they were vulnerable to be one-dimensional. And Singletary may have had a really good production. Like, he scored, like, I don't know, it was like six, seven touchdowns in the last five games. Um, before heading into that game, Singletary was on on a, on a pace, man. He was having a season. The end of the season was a phenomenal. Um, but but they still were averaging like a ton of yards per carry on the ground. They're 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 potentially capable of being shut down more so, I think, than the Chiefs because they're still trying to get that running game consistent, you know, and that makes them one dimensional kind of. Um, so I think that the Bengals would have had a better time against 
the Bills than they would the Chiefs. I, I just think that there's there's just more holes in that in that Buffalo Bill offense. It's kind of why they lost holes in the coaching staff and decision making. Like the Bills, we had Danny Woodhead come on the show, and Danny Woodhead said that the Bills literally called the three worst plays you could possibly call. The three exact worst plays you could possibly call at the end of the game. And the fact that they they just botched it, coaching without not squib, squib kicking it, taking time off the clock. You can't give Mahomes 13 seconds. You kick it out of the end zone, which was ridiculous. Um, some news is 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 uh, news is like brewing. I gotta throw my phone over there because it's like vibrating like crazy. Um, they called the three worst plays they possibly could call. They didn't squib kick it, which would would have made it. So there was at least 10, 9 seconds left, which would have, as Danny Wood had put it on our show uh, yesterday and the day before, it would have put the the Chiefs in a much tougher position where they would have to have a Hail Mary, not a field goal. And so there's just horrible coaching decisions that were made, I guess, at the end of that game. Now, you can't complain. The game was phenomenal. The Bills went back and forth with the Chiefs. It was a phenomenal game. So, like, in a sense, how can you really rip on the coaching or play calling when literally it gave us the best game we've ever seen in our entire life? They dropped the ball at the end. Um, but I think that that's why the Bengals will want to face the Bills. Is they're, they're a little bit uh, less experienced and capable of, of maybe screwing up and making bad decisions, especially from the coaching perspective. Uh, I would say Cincinnati versus KC. 30% chance of winning that game. I would say it would have been like more like a 45% chance of beating the Bills. So not a huge difference, but I th- I think, yeah, I think uh, I think it's definitely would have been a better shot. Um, where's, why did I throw my phone? I still need it for voicemails. Come on. Come on, Smitty. Hey, Smitty. What... Hey, Smitty, what's your projection for Mike Williams, depending where he goes in free agency? Mike Williams. Um, I don't know. That's like throwing a dart at the wall, but let's try it. Mike Williams. Um, man, where 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 do I see him going? Let me pull. Let me pull up uh, and just stare at some teams here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna throw out some interesting spots. I don't know that these will for sure be the landing spots. I don't want New England. I don't want New England. I, that's where I think a wide receiver goes to die. Uh, New York, I don't want to see that. Is, is it possible? Sure. Miami, not unless there's Watson there or something. I don't want to see him go to Miami, uh, especially with Waddle consuming majority of everything there. Bengals, no. Steelers, no. Browns, please, no. Ravens, please, no. Titans, no. Colts, maybe. Mike Williams to the Colts, I could see that happening. And they get Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or maybe Jimmy G could go there. But I, I mean, Wentz is, I think Wentz is better than Jimmy G, to be honest, at least from, from a perspective of feeding, you know, fantasy points to a player too. Uh, I'd probably say Tyrod Taylor, I'd love to see in Indy. But Mike Williams would be, would be a, a, not a bad spot. That would not be a bad spot in Indy. In Indy. I like that. Um, Jacksonville potentially, but I don't know how well that will work. Raiders, no chargers. I don't know if they want to try and I don't know if he would stay up. It's an option. Denver, no Cowboys, no Philly, potentially football team, potentially 
And if Wilson or A-Rod landed there. Giants, I could see them trying to bring him in. Uh, if I had to predict the most likely spot, New York Giants. I don't know that I like it at all. But I'm just saying that that would be likely, but not wanted. Not invited by me. If Aaron Rodgers were staying in Green Bay, imagine Mike Williams in Green Bay. But I do uh, 0% chance in my mind Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. So take that off the board. But if, if A-Rod did stay, Mike Williams would be a nice little pull. Vikings, no. Bears, maybe. Bears, maybe. Lions, maybe. Bucks, maybe. AB's gone. Godwin's going to be gone. That might be a place. I mean, imagine Tom Brady and Mike Williams. So, Giants, Tampa Bay. Carolina, possible, but I don't want it. Falcons, potentially, I don't want it. Rams, no. Cardinals, I mean, it could be interesting. Niners, probably not. Seattle, probably not. There you go. So I'd say likely Tampa, New York Giants. I don't want the Giants, but I do I do want that Tampa Bay landing spot. I, I don't know if you guys disagree what you guys have, but that, those are my thoughts. <clears throat> okay. Why would the Giants sign Mike Williams? They just spent a ton of money. On Kenny G. Have you seen what Kenny G's been doing lately, bro? Have you been watching what Kenny G... (laughs) Who's Kenny G? Who is Kenny Galladay at this point, bro? Like, you gotta make moves. You gotta make moves, pal. Um, Kyle, one more. What's your thoughts on Rashad Penny and Leonard Fournette going into 2022 since they're free agents? Um... I mean, Fournette, I've been seeing go way too high. Way too high. I'd probably say... I'd probably say he belongs in... He belongs in the, like, fourth to fifth drafted player range. Not in the second or third. And and I have some people that DM me once in a while. Like, once every month, at least. Or once every month, and or half a month. Hey Smitty, what do you think about what do you think about Fournette at the end of the first round? <laughs> you know, like I I don't understand it. Like, why would you gamble on that? Like, I, I get he could potentially be that good if he was fed and stayed healthy. I get it. Like the scenario's there. But like, you don't there's so many unknowns right now in Tampa. Like, no, no, thank you. Like it would feel risky going fourth round, to be honest. Like, I think his ADP will be fourth or fifth round, but it would be risky even doing that. And, and as as for uh, Penny, I think Penny's going to get way overvalued. I, I like him. The potential's there. But it feels a little like Cordero Patterson. Like, we've had a lot of time. Why hasn't this happened yet? And can we trust that it happening now? So, uh, I don't know about Penny. I think Penny's got really good flex appeal, like high-end flex appeal, but I'm not on this train of getting Penny into my running back two spot. I'm just not. Like, I'm okay if you want to do it. I'm not going to make anybody take laps for doing it, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to I'm gonna sit back and watch other people play around with the, the Rashad Penny running back two experiment. Hey, Smitty, what are we doing with Michael Carter this offseason for Dynasty? I'm holding... I'm thinking about buying, but I don't think I'm selling. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, hey, Smitty, what are we doing with 
I think Michael Carter, he needs to be a high-end running back, too. Uh, Call Saul wants in the league. Cooper Cup 2020 Fantasy League dropping the $27.99 Super Chat. Call Saul, you're the man. Um, DM me right now on Instagram, if you would, please, and let me know when you've done that, and I will check. DM me right now, pal. Appreciate you, Call Saul. If anybody else wants in the Cooper Cup, Super Duper Cup League, here's the details on it. It's it's $20 is not an entry fee by any means. There's, it's not a money league. It's prizes. It's things like you're going to get a $150 to $300 Super Bowl ring made by our boys at Custom Fantasy Rings that is like heavy-duty jewelry. You're getting potentially one of these Debo shirts, baby. You're... You're also getting a the winner of the cup, the 2022 Cup League, will get an autographed helmet, Hall of Fame helmet by Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. This this helmet is beautiful, beautiful, unbelievable. So get ready for that. Thank you for the super chat, pal. And here are the de- here's the details on the league. I give you Fantasy Cup 2022. 15 rounds, 96 owners. That's 1,540 picks. Eight copies of every player in the player pool. That means Jonathan Taylor will likely consume all of picks 1 through 8. And Henry and Cup could make up most of picks 9 through 24. 60-minute timer. This draft could take 80 days to complete. 96 owners, 15 rounds, 8 copies of every player in the player pool. One division of 96. One winner. I give you Fantasy Cup 2022. 96 copies. I'm sorry. 96, 96 owners. Eight copies of every player in the player pool. You can't own one copy twice. So you can't have two JTs. You can't trade for two, two JTs. You can only own one JT at a time. But eight eight of them exist in the league. So it's like a 12-team league, essentially, feel-wise. Feel 96 picks per round. It's going to take 80 days to complete. One hour timer off at midnight to 6 a.m. Pre, pre-draft so you don't miss your pick. You only get one hour to pick. Timer off at midnight to 6 a.m. But if you wake up late and you're on the clock at 7 a.m. to 8, you know, you're going to time out. You can pre-rank. Uh, but but if everybody were to exhaust the timer, it could take 80 days to complete. So we're going to start drafting June 1. Um, we have about 20 spots left. Again, 20 bucks is not an entry fee of any kind. It's not a money league. It's your way of saying thanks to the show and me saying, hey, guys that are dropping 20 bucks Super Chats, I need to create an amazing league for those people. And that's what we did. So uh, we did it with the 96 team league uh, two years ago. We kind of did with the door leagues, although that wasn't done in the, in the right way. Because this way I can show it constantly. It's a public league viewing. We're doing it on MyFantasyLeague.com. And uh, you, everybody can view the standings. We can pull it up during the live streams. We're going to talk about it on a weekly basis. It's going to be very, very talked about during the year. The door leagues, we barely mentioned them, and that's on me. I'm rectifying that with this league. Uh, so you're going to want to be a part of this league. We're going to talk about it a ton. Um, I, I want to say we have about 20 spots left. But call Saul. Make sure you DM me and let me know when that DM is sent. Tanner. Yo, Smitty, it's Tanner. Oh, 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 oh. Uh... Actually, Tanner, I think I already got Tanner's question. Um, Carter, high-end running back three, like flex. Potential low-end running back two, but very risky running back two. Like, if he's your running back two, there's a little risk there. Make sure you're taking that approach with, like, a stacking your wide receivers, quarterback, and running back one. Like, if you're, 
you're going cheaper with your running back two, then I love Carter as your running back two, especially if you pair him with a bunch of other players. Uh, Tanner, I think I got your question already. Cardboard crew. Hey, Smitty. Got a trade question. Dynasty, 10-man league. Would you trade Stefan Diggs for Joe Burrow and the 103 pick in this year's draft? Diggs for Burrow and the one... I would be receiving Burrow in the pick. I'd be uh, getting rid of Diggs. My current receivers are Tyreek Hill, Chase... Jacoby Myers, and I have Mark Andrews as my tight end. Pretty good at running back as well. Um, I, I don't know if he said quarterback, but if you have no good quarterback, 1.3 is a pretty good pick. I love to move that into the 1.1 somehow, giving up a future pick, whatever, second rounders. Hmm. I'm going to say... I'm going to say, yeah, I'll probably do that. The 1.3 is pretty good. I like that. 1.3 is pretty good. I would try your hardest to move it to the 1.1 or 1.2. I, I love having the ability to say, I'm taking whoever I want at 1.1. I don't like the idea of, okay, give me the leftovers. Who's left? You know, so I try and keep, try and control destiny. Um, But I think I do that. I like digs a lot, but in dynasty, like, look, here's the thing, guys. You're building a dynasty team. You need to think about who's going to be around for a long time because you take a guy like Diggs, you might have two years with him playing at a high level. You might have one. You know, I, I like Diggs. I think he's got an opportunity to be a two or three year guy for a, for a while, like a top 10 wide receiver for two or three years. But he could fall off the map. I mean, some even believe, I'm not saying this is how I feel, and I don't know how I feel yet between Gabe Davis and Diggs and how that's going to shake out. I'm, I might start getting on the... I loved Gabe Davis, you know, even a year ago. Um, but he's never put it together. And he finally is putting it together. But is he? We don't know. We think he is. We're not positive. Gabe Davis could be the wide receiver one there moving forward. I don't think he will be. I think Diggs still is. But he could be. Like, Diggs could get banged up in the beginning of the year. And then Gabe Davis never let go of that, that, that target share. So... Dynasty, you get Burrow for a, more than a decade, bro. 15 years of Burrow, whereas you get one to two years of digs, and you get the 1.3, home run. Home run. That's how you rebuild in Dynasty, to be honest. That is a great move. Hey, Smitty, what's your opinion on this? How, how many points should a quarterback get per passing touchdown in a one-quarterback league. My friends and I argue about this all the time. We can come to no consensus. I play in three different leagues, and in each league, the point total is different. One league, a quarterback gets four points, the other gets five, and the last league gets six points per touchdown. So clearly there's no consensus on my end. What do you think? So great question, Jim, and it doesn't really the, – the, the, the true answer is it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you got to play with what you like. But if you want my opinion – I like six point per TD leagues myself. I'm I'm a little older, so that's how I played back in the day, and I do like it. I don't like this whole let's devalue this position, let's then devalue that, and then now we've devalued it too much. So let's add PPR, which was an adjustment for me when it happened back in the day because I I played fantasy for twenty, I don't know five, six, twenty seven years, something like that. And PPR was new in the early 2000s. You know, it wasn't like like people were doing it all the time. And it was an adjustment. And it was like people wanted to devalue running backs. So let's let's make it PPR. Then they want to give it back 
to the tight ends. Let's make that two points for PPR. Then let's take control of the quarterback value again, and let's do two QB league. Now, I like all these for the most part. It's it's fun. But everyone's trying to adjust everything all the time, you know, and I, I get it. I love when quarterbacks are overvalued. I'm an early quarterback drafter. I'm a, I'm a middle-round QB dude. You know, that's what we've coined it. Like, middle round. Three, three, four, five, six round range. I love that range for a quarterback. I'm all about it. I In, in 80% of my leagues, I will own one of Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, or Herbert. In 80% of my leagues, I will own one of those quarterbacks. That's how I roll. That's how I build my teams. You could build differently. I'm fine with that. You can win a hundred different ways. So I don't want to hear how that's bad or good. It's it's good to do what works for you as an owner. Six points per TD is fun. It's fun. It's the way I did it when I was younger. I just enjoy it more. But I will say this. You start getting to five points and, and two points and weird numbers like that. Then the content out there. Um, I'm sorry. Who asked this question? Jim. The content out there, Jim, won't match up. You know what I mean? Like when you play in these weird leagues where people, I don't know, they do these weird scoring formats. Like if you run as a quarterback, you get five points if you have four rushes. And then, you know, you get these extra points here and there that nobody else caters to. How are you going to go out there and get content and consume content around players that these totals make them all over the map at the end of the year. And you ask me, Hey, should I make this trade for this trade? And I'm like, yeah, do it, bro. And you're like, but in the scoring format, it makes, you know, this player that's like a 15 wide receiver overall, the number two wide receiver. And I'm like, why would I, why would you want to play in a league that they, there's no content to support it? So five point, I mean, it's not that big of a difference, but just, I would pick four or six. I personally like six most content out there probably caters more toward four to be honest so my preference is a little bit away from that but i like six it's the way i do it it's the way dad did it it's the way i do it terry hey guys for those of y'all that missed the quad Bucks episode on youtube tonight y'all missed silver rapture asking danny woodhead live on youtube uh question uh, go on YouTube, subscribe on um, the Quad Box, and uh, check it out. It's going to be fire. Appreciate you, Terry. This one's from Silver. Hey, Smitty. Damn, man. I just sent a good one the, to your uh, person. This is funny. Silver asked this question on, on YouTube last night on the Quad Box. Hey, what's up, Smitty? Silver Rapture. Hey, what's up, Danny Woodhead? I won the uh, fantasy football championship with you as my running back in like 2004, 2005, catching passes from Drew Brees. And I know you caught passes from Tom Brady. So what do you think? Who throws a better pass out of the backfield, Tom Brady or Drew Brees? So Silver asked this question of Danny Woodhead, and Danny Woodhead said, hey, uh, Silver Rapture. Danny Woodhead said Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. I think there's a couple more. Danny, if there was one current rule... That, the was, NFL, that was for Danny Woodhead. Sorry. Some of these questions are for Danny Woodhead from last night. Um, Who is going to be the lead back next year? Mitchell? Mostert? Mitchell or Mostert? Mitchell. Mitchell. But the Niners could bring back 
Mostert. They may not. Um, if they did, I think they'll use both, but Mostert's good for like 8 to 10 carries, I think. Um, Mitchell's a beast, man. So, I like Mostert a lot. I, you know, he's always had a lot of upside, but I, I don't know that I, I trust him from a fantasy perspective, really, until we see him stay healthy and, and get a get a job. You know, I think if he comes back to San Francisco, he doesn't have a job that's a starting job. He has that role that's really important. And from a football perspective and a Niner perspective, you're going to love Mostert coming back. Like, that's a great addition. And the way the Niners get hurt at running back, he'll start games, you know, at some point. So I, I think bringing Mostert back will be huge from a football perspective and a fan perspective for the Niners. But I don't know that he's going to have a starting job, you know, right away. Are you on the? Are you in the can, bro? What what's going on here, KJ? Are you concerned that all of Mitchell's injuries? Am I concerned with all of Mitchell's injuries as he's on the can? It sounds like you're at like a truck stop restroom as well, with like the the cement walls, like the echo. Um, you're definitely dropping a, a, a deuce or something at a truck 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 stop, leaving me a message, and I, I commend I commend that kind of. Uh, uh, commitment um <laughs> this dude, this dude. i love it i love how you guys commit to to the show you're on the you're on the can doesn't matter you're on the can doesn't matter get to work drop a voicemail uh i'm not concerned about mitchell yet i'm not concerned about mitchell injury wise yet i like him Hey, Smitty, it's James. So what do you in the quad box think about Brandon Ayuk, not only for this game, but moving forward in the next year? So I think I think we answered that one on the quad box yesterday. That was a good question. Um, I, I love I like, I like love Ayuk. I just don't know how I feel about him yet consistency-wise. Once Trey's in there, I think he connects with Trey very well, and Ayuk drops like a – I think he's going to be a value. Like if he's overvalued and he's got to be drafted as a wide receiver two, I might not be on board. But if he can be your wide receiver three rotation until – you know, you figure out whether he is a for sure wide receiver three or not, you know, like that's a great spot to be in. Cause you could have a bunch of guys in that wide receiver three rotation until one grabs a hold of it. That's the kind of player I want IU to be for me. Hey, Smitty, I'm sure you've said it like 500 times. What does Trey Lance do that Jimmy G can't? Like, what does he open up on this offense? Bro. What does he improve? And what is his realistic ceiling compared to other NFL quarterbacks? Like, does he have a Russell Wilson ceiling? So great question. Um, yeah, I talk about this a lot, and a lot of people won't agree with me. But he he opens up the offense a ton. He he, he literally is like eight thousand more dimensions of a player. So he's gonna have he's gonna open up like here's here's Trey, here's Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy can do this, 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 this. Make these throws in the field. Trey can do this. Shake weight. Trey can do this. I don't know if this pen's going out or if it just needs to be. There we go. We're back. He can do this. 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 This, 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 and then this. 
and then this, and then this, and this, and this. Do you get my point? When people say Jimmy G's is good, it's laughable. Absolutely laughable. Can the Niners still win with them? The Niners are carrying every vulnerable spot on this team when it needs to be carried. Jimmy can be carried. But are they more dominant with Trey? Would the Niners, like, here's the thing that I'll never be able to prove. I'll never be able to prove this. And that's okay. This is what I do. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But if Trey continued to start from the, the last win that he had in the regular season, coming out of that, that what was it, week eight, uh, 18 game, had had he, week 17, week 18, had he continued to start, I think the Niners would be more dangerous now than they currently are. And, and I can't prove that. I can't prove that. I won't be able to prove that. I may be able to reference it once and if, and Shanahan's in control this, Shanahan could say, no, we're starting Jimmy G next year. We're bringing him back. We're extending him. That could happen if you win the Super Bowl. And I'm going to be upset. Like, I understand the thinking everybody's going to have. Like, hey, why break? Why why try and break up what's working? But who's to say things can't be better? If and when, but if Trey gets into the lineup in week one, I think Trey Lance looks so good right away that everybody says, well, she ought. Can you imagine what we would have done in the playoffs had we had this man under center? So, you know, it is what it is. We won't know. I think Trey Lance, to me, could be top five to seven for fantasy quarterbacks his first year under center in 2022. Top five to seven fantasy quarterback. It's going to be huge. And Silver, I promised you I would get to your message. Hey, Smitty Silver, what's up, bro? Hey, man, uh, 10 man league, PPR. I got pick nine and pick 12. Uh, 29, 32. So should I trade pick 29 and pick 32 for pick 11 and 111? I'd end up being 9, 11, 12, and then come back in at 49, 52. What do you think? Uh, this is the last question, and I got I got to bounce. Um, let's let's play this one more time. So, Silver wants to trade 29 and 32 for 11. So, you're talking about, God, 29 would be, what player would 29 be? Let's take a look at the current ADP. So, according to current ADP data, bro. Twenty-nine would be DJ Moore, McLaurin, Higgins, uh, Deontay. So we'll call this. We'll pick players I like: McLaurin and. I mean, there's not a lot of running backs that are around. I mean, Monty potentially. And then number eleven could be. 
Adams, Cup. Cup will probably go higher, but this is what ADP is showing. Um, that's that is ADP's garbage. There's no good ADP right now. AJ Brown's better. Cup's going. That's garbage. Cup is going to be in the top five to eight. We'll put AJ Brown. I mean that that feels like a good player that that will probably be drafted there. Um, you could say Chubb or Diggs. So would I rather have AJ Brown or this duo here? This is really kind of a nothing burger. I don't know that AJ Brown's the difference maker. I think what you got to do here is land that running back. So if like let's say Javante, Javante could go number four or he could fall to the spot. If it's Javante, then I like it. If it's AJ Brown, I like McLaurin enough to get Monty. So it really depends on if you land that running back there. And I'm a best player available guy, but I'm just telling you that I don't know that I love it if the best player available ends up being a wide receiver, even though I would take the wide receiver. I wouldn't force it because you made the trade when you're on the clock. If you make the trade and then number 11 sucks for running backs, it, it sucks for running backs. But it's tough, bro. You know, and, and yeah, 29, you could say you could say this. Let's do this. Let's say you could get Josh Allen there. You know, if we're going to go that route, then, bro, like, even against Javante, if this is Josh Allen, that is a boatload right there. And then you could make this guy a crafty pick. It doesn't have to be McLaurin. If you don't like McLaurin, it could be a, bu a bunch of different guys. But give me, give me that. Now, do I like Debo? Debo seems to fall. That could be interesting. I love Josh Allen here with one of these picks. Uh, potentially Mahomes or Allen. And then a player, I think, just just is better than than just one pick eleven. You know what I mean? Josh Allen and Mahomes. That's probably the key, as as said in the chat. You guys are right, and I agree. I agree with that one hundred percent. The key to this these two picks is Josh Allen or Mahomes, because you can't you can't really come up with one player like McLaurin and Allen over Debo. I'm sorry, I love Debo. But that is a big difference maker right there. So I, I kind of think the key would be to pick running back. Everybody, appreciate you. Like the show on the way out the door. This has been the Friday edition of the Fantasy Football Show. We're live every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday here on the YouTube channel. So subscribe if you're new. Just It takes one second. Hit the subscribe button. Like the video on the way out. And as always, I reply to every single question I can like 90% of them if you ask me a question when the within the first 24 hours of the video so ask me a question we have how many people in here I don't know 40 to 60 constantly ask a question in the comments of the video and I will get back to you I will reply to you so we should have at least 30 to 50 comments when I'm done here peace out appreciate you don't forget to get your sleeper you memberships want bold year-round rankings trade calculators and bold predictions Get on over to sleeper, you, dot, com. And also, if I can find the graphic for it, uh, definitely make sure you get on over and uh, where is this at? Where is this at? Um, also, I'm, oh, oh. It is time for the speed question and answer segment. to Lou Malnati's and follow I give you Fantasy Cup 2022
It's giveaway time. Who wants a Lou Malnati's pizza pie? I do, Smitty. How do I get it? It's simple. In the comments below, tell us why you deserve a pizza pie, a $25 gift card to Lou Malnati's. And follow Lou's, follow your boy Smitty, and then we're going to pick a winner. Right from the comments, we're going to pick a winner. Also, your boy Smitty will be on-site, Central and Camelback location in Phoenix, Arizona during the Sunday Chiefs-Bengals game. I'm live-streaming my reaction to the game, the entire game on the patio. Come join me. I'm giving away a large deep-dish pizza on-site, and I want you to join me and watch the game. I love Lou Malnati's pizza. You probably love it already. If you don't know it, you're going to love it. Comment below. Try and win the gift card. And if you're in Phoenix, join me on Sunday. Central Camelback location. Let's go. So I don't know if you guys caught all that, but basically, um, uh, Saul, DM me. Uh, let me see if Saul's DM. Do you think he's going to stay in Tampa? DM. God, it's loud. D <laughs> I'm trying to find this DM from Call Saul. I'm going to look for it, Call Saul. Make sure you get... You hear from me in the next, uh, you know, 12 hours or whatever. Um, but, guys, I'm going to be at Lou Malinati's in Phoenix. Um, if you're in Arizona, you're in Phoenix, Tempe, Chandler, come visit. Come come hang out with me. Check my Instagram stories. Go check it out. Um, I've got it on IG. It's one of my, my most recent posts. It talks all about it if you want to replay that. But I'm going to be at Lou Malinati's live streaming my reaction to the entire Bengal uh, Chief game. And leading into that Niner game, and then I'll bail and maybe go live and do some stuff on YouTube as well. But I'm live on YouTube, so if you can't if you can't make it to the on-site Lou Malinati's Watch Fest and, and live stream, you can watch me. So during the Bengal Chief game, tune into the YouTube channel. You'll see your boy Smitty live streaming my whole reaction to the game, the Bengals Chiefs games. I want everybody there in the YouTube chat live watching me live stream this Sunday. I will see you all there. And don't forget, go to smitty1.com right here if you would like to play DFS and play fantasy, uh, underdog fantasy. Play underdog fantasy. Drop some 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 quiche on this game because you're going to be watching and you're going to be like, man, why didn't I play a daily fantasy contest? The scoring involved in this Bengal-Chief game, why would you not want to have a fantasy team constructed of Bengals and Chiefs and have a DFS lineup going during these games? Go to smitty1.com. The banner will pop right up. You can click on the underdog fantasy. Sign up. I'll even I'll even call you for 15 minutes if you do that. Send me a, a screenshot DM and Instagram that you did it. But go go sign up uh, under my link. Go to smitty1.com. If you go there without going to smitty1.com, use code smitty. You have to use code smitty. You have to use the link, one or the other. But play DFS. Let's roll. Appreciate all you.